Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission is urging Ottawa to protect Canadian grain producers and the integrity of the Canadian grain system. This follows calls to accommodate U.S. grown wheat sold in Canada into the Canadian grain grading system. Sask Wheat Chair Bill Gale says public consultations are needed to determine the impact of adding more U.S. grain to the Canadian grain handling system. Well, Canadian wheat is, is sought after worldwide really for its quality and for our ability to have a consistent supply of quality grain. And uh, I think we need to really very much protect that. And, uh, and I, I think what's also very important in our release is the fact that we're not saying that American grains shouldn't be grown up here. It's just that they have to go through the process of being registered, just like all of the stuff that's produced here in Canada, so it gets put in the proper class so that we don't have any problems with our customers. But you aren't suggesting we shut out U.S. grain producers. Absolutely not. You know, it's it's you know, but we have uh, the way we we you know we do things up here, uh, and that's you know by having a classifications of grain which we sell into and which our our customers you know come to and they know what they're getting, so that when they buy a number two, twelve five or thirteen protein uh, CWRS, that they know that that's what that that ship hold is going to have in it. And so that, uh, you know, these mills are, are very large and uh, they can deal with different products, but they can't deal with inconsistencies and they don't want to deal with inconsistencies. And that's what the Canadian brand is all about. And we need to protect that. And, uh, and so, you know, if, 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 if American varieties want to be grown up here, yes, they can be grown, but they have to get put in the proper class. And, and, and that's all we're asking for. And you want, what, public consultations then? Well, I mean, if we're going to, you know, have American grain come into our system, which is, is which is rather odd, I mean, with the Canadian dollar the way it is, but we have to know what the ramifications are going to be on our transportation system. You know, you don't have to look very far back in, in history here. We're talking a couple of years that we've had some tremendous logistical problems in getting our grain to port. And we saw what happened to the basis levels. Uh, they went through the roof. So if we're going to start packing our system full of, of American uh, wheat, uh, what's, what's that going to cause? What is, how is that going to affect our, the maximum revenue entitlements, which the government has said they're going to keep in place? So we need to ask all of those questions and have a proper discussion so we can find out and really understand what any changes that people propose are going to, to cause Canadian farmers. And if they cause harm, then we better know that before we make any changes. Now, the Western wheat growers have suggested the law to be changed to ensure wheat is treated consistently on both sides of the border. They just want to avoid any possibility of trade harassment of wheat heading south. Your thoughts? Well, I, I, I mean, look at their leader right now, and I, I think that answers that. And, and I think uh, Mr. Trudeau has said that he's not going to kowtow to, to anybody. I mean, we, we do things in Canada the way that's going to be the best for Canadians. And uh, I just don't think we have to bend over backwards to keep everybody south of the 49th parallel happy. You know, we've, and it's again, you have to go back. It's not that American grain cannot enter here. It's just that it has to fit within our system. And, you know, our rules are different. We're a different country. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing to be ashamed of or embarrassed of. And frankly, I'm very proud of the fact that they're, you know, that I'm Canadian. And uh, it's just this continued attack 
on the way things we do in Canada. And in the end, who's going to really, who's going to benefit from this? Is it going to be the farmer or is it going to be the multinational grain company that can just pick and choose where they buy their grain from and whoever is going to put it in the cheapest, that's the place they're going to pull it out of. So we really have to think about things like this before we just uh, jump headlong and make significant changes. We've seen what that has happened uh, in the last five years and where we are and where we have been in the past. Bill Gale is the chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission. University of Saskatchewan's College of Agriculture and Bioresources is holding its spring convocation this afternoon. Mary Bure is the dean of the College of Agriculture and Bioresources. She says it will be the largest spring graduating class ever at 234 students. We have continually increased our undergraduate enrollment by 10 to 12 percent year over year for the last five or six years. We are at over 1,300 students this year. That's undergraduates. We expect that we will uh, have an even larger number in the fall, but registrations are still ongoing, so we haven't got final numbers on that yet. The college continues to attract many students from rural areas, but a growing number are coming from cities. There's two different drivers for that. Partly we've set up different programs that will attract um, students from outside the rural uh, areas. In particular our animal biosciences program which is, helps students ready themselves to go into veterinary school should they be interested is uh, attracting a huge number of students. Our agribusiness is also a very large program but all of our programs are growing. Agronomy is growing, our diploma programs are full. Pierre says enrollment is increasing because there's a need for qualified people in business, public service and on the farm. The biggest issue we got from, from industry is there's not enough of them. So we are modifying our programs constantly to address what employers are looking for in the soft skills, um, writing, communicating, other aspects like that, but basically the graduates that we produce are getting jobs that they want. A number of them are going back to the farm because they want to do that and they are well equipped to do that and join in that business of farming because it is a business now. The convocation ceremony for the 234 graduating agriculture and bioresources students will be held at 2 o'clock this afternoon in Saskatoon. The chief economist with Farm Credit Canada says recent farm income and debt figures still point to a financially strong agricultural sector. J.P. Gervais says national farm debt rose about 7.3% last year to total $96 billion. On the positive side, land values are up on average 7.9% across Canada. Gervais also anticipates an increase in farm asset values. We still have in Canada, despite some significant growth in debt, we still have a very healthy ag sector, a financially healthy ag sector with a strong balance sheet. The ag sector continues to benefit from low interest rates, and though the debt-to-asset ratio has increased, Gervais says he isn't overly worried. Our debt-to-asset ratio has been under the historical average. So yes, this ratio will be going up, but to me, it's still very healthy, still, a very, still, you're still in a very strong position. Canadian crop receipts rose about 6% last year, while those for livestock declined 3.2%. You know, I pay attention first and foremost to income, because that, to me, that's the primary driver of debt repayment. Even if asset values are going up, if you're not generating income or strong income on your farm, you're going to be faced with some problems, you know, because you can leverage yourself a little bit more. That debt to asset, that relationship between debt to asset gives you a bit of flexibility, right? If you're facing unexpected shocks in your farm because of weather, because of diseases or pests or whatnot, 
allows you the you know the ability perhaps to extend the term and the amortization on your on your loan and those type of things. Gervais believes farm income will remain strong, but likely won't increase at the same rate experienced over the past decade. He adds it's a good idea to monitor farm debt and run through a stress test scenario on how the operation could handle a crop failure or a rise in interest rates. This should be done every year, he says, and possibly every three months. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola rose 7.90 at 4.91.30. Oats gained a dollar 16 at 164.96. Number one red spring wheat increased a dollar 62 at 251.58. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 125.03. Flax 443.96. Yellow peas 340 dollars. Feed wheat 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up four cents a bushel at five eighty-seven and three quarter cents. Come the livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. And now the latest livestock report. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Lee Crowley bringing the market report direct from Heartland and Swift Current. We had twenty-one hundred and eighty-seven cattle for the end of the week. Here are the quotations: good cows a dollar five to dollar twenty. D three and four cows. 85 to dollar 5 good bulls were trading from a dollar 25 to dollar 35 one outstanding high yielding bull 145 medium light bulls were 115 to 125 good steers 900,000 pounds 185 to 2 dollars 8 to 9 195 to 208 7 to 800 pounds 2 dollars to 210 6 to 700 pounds for 205 up to 230 and a half Five six hundred pounds were two ten to two fifty. One outstanding load of black steers weighing five oh two brought two seventy three and a quarter. Four to five weights brought two ten to two sixty. Heifers nine hundred thousand pounds one seventy to one seventy five and a half. Eight to nine hundred pounds one seventy five to two dollars. Seven to eight hundred pound heifers one eighty five to two dollars. Good breeding heifers. Seven to eight hundred pounds up to two twenty per pound. Six to seven hundred pounds were bringing two dollars to ten. Five to six hundred pound heifers were two oh five to two fifteen. Four to five hundred pound light heifers were bringing two ten to two twenty two and a half. Good day and good marketing. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 4,500 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 182 to 184 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,000 heads, selling in a range of 183 to 185 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 2nd are SIG 3, 180.46, SIG 4, 183.93, SIG 5, 182.20, Cash 180.70, Brickle 176.31, Thunder Creek 179.54, and High Life 182.81. Coming up, the farm weather forecast.